Are we starting yet? <laughs> I said three, two, one. That right, means we're starting. Guys. Ready? Three, two, oh. one. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Them Christian Boys Podcast, episode two. Bam, bam, bam. Right. We're on episode two. Thank you to all of our listeners, followers, subscribers, all those who follow us on TikTok, and all of those great other websites, social media accounts, MySpace. Instagram, Twitter, MySpace, Napster. Napster, maybe even Tinder. Yeah, right. We don't got a Tinder yet, but that's okay, because we're all taken. Welcome to Them Christian Boys Podcast. Hey, boys, sound off. This is Joe Valenzuela. KC Dickerson. James Rensink right here. And we're so glad you guys are joining us today. We're going to be talking about Christian things today, so you don't have to. KC, you got a question for us? Yes. What is your favorite thing about the spoopy slash spooky season, which is like which is like October, start of October from like, let's say November, halfway through November, because people, you know, still count that as the spoopy season. Spoopy season. Yeah. Favorite thing of it, like... When you, when it hits October, what are you excited about? I get to wear my flannels again. You know, Ooh, James a, looks good in a flannel. I have a wide variety of uh, vintage flannels. We just went to Target. We just went to Target. I don't know if they're vintage, one, right? but they're, they're, not, they're not vintage. <laughs> but they look cool. Dude, they're yeah. totes vintage. Target has the vintage <laughs> look, bro. <laughs> you guys ever think that thrift shopping is really cool in areas? Hey, that's not the question of the week, bro. Well, I'm just thinking about thrift shopping, and sometimes I think it's really cool in areas that don't actually have good shopping I've never, places. I've never been to a good vintage. I, I'll take that back. I haven't found anything good at a vintage store yet. I have pretended things are cool at a vintage <laughs> store. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is oh, great. That's so sick, man. Yeah. No, it's so vintage. So James's flannels, what is yours, Joe? Spoopy season. I think it's the fact that I can wear jackets again. I have a closet full of jackets. I love jackets. I got one with some fur on. Uh, the the shoulders, I kind of it's like it looks like if you ever seen Black oh. Panther, Killmonger, no like that dude, jacket he looks. I think, I the, think the better comparison is like uh, Top Gun. Yeah, like yeah, it's almost like that. Never but seen it's jean it. jacket. Never seen it, but you know, I'm got sure. The fur, got the furs. You think that Top Gun's a better reference for our listeners? He right said now? Black Panther, Killmonger. I yeah. don't even know what he's referring to. Are you he's serious? a jacket he wears at the very beginning of the movie. Like the yeah. furry one. I don't remember Den- the stuff it's like that. Fur. Like I remember the storyline. Looks great. I don't remember what they wore. Looks like, great. I'm not like oh, that's that's a dope necklace that I Killmonger's will, wearing. I will just give you one example. <laughs> I will give you one example. I was looking forward to wearing it all year. I wore it the other day. The other day was a Friday, and I had five compliments in one day. One day isn't that the best isn't it you ever wear something you're like unsure of and then you yeah. get like tons of compliments on totally. it yeah. yeah i just totally. got these shoes actually they got like spikes at the bottom of them you guys seen them right but my some, adidas those are called really those are for soccer no not like at the bottom like on the <laughs> Why? side Why? You, guys, you you know what i'm talking about the they ones that you almost on bought i've never like spiky seen you wear- on the edges on the, uh, the edges of the sole you do not have you know what i'm talking about my adidas the ones with are brown and dude yeah, you're making like them sound like you're wearing studded they're basically they're, they're like not hedge- stuck. I got like hedgehog shoes. <laughs> they're normal shoes. <laughs> no, they're not. They're not normal. They look kind of. They're weird. They're a little weird. You want to see Tiger Army? And yeah. They're like studded boots. Dude, don't even get me started on Tiger Army. Uh, speaking of that, as we go into spoopy season. Oh wait, before we go into that, Casey, what what do you look forward for spoopy season? Honestly, I love Halloween specials on TV shows. Oh, that's a good um. One. Like the office has great Halloween specials. Hallmark. The best one, the best one being when Dwight wears the pumpkin on his head. He didn't think it through, and he just has to walk around like that the whole day. It's just, it's just great. Uh, the year that everyone was the Joker was a good one too. Oh yeah, that Creed one's good too. I've been up since four, Creed. <laughs> we don't talk about the Joker. That was last episode. Oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> Joker's we'll callback. Call Joker's like you know cross generational. You can talk about it anytime. Cross ethnic. Cross social racial lines, racial lines. Joker crosses <laughs> all lines, dude. I love it. Well, speaking of that, if you guys didn't know, um, we are actually in our costumes right now as we are filming. Um, I wish I could describe my costume. It's one of those unique costumes, one of a kind. Um, you would only see it on games such as Fortnite. We just want to get into the holiday season. Joe, you're naked. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I hope you don't I, wear that for I Halloween. Not, I am not. <laughs> Halloween is tomorrow. If you guys are listening to it to this Ooh. after Halloween, that's okay. That's it's a Halloween totally fine. Sound. This is not just a Halloween special. We're not just talking about Halloween things, but we are talking about Halloween stuffs. So we are all in our costume today. I am not not wearing a costume. I am wearing a costume. 
James, you are not wearing a costume, but if you were wearing a costume, what would you be wearing? I was uh, Star Lord a few years ago. I guess. That was great. That was a great nerd, costume. That was a great show. A little bit. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. Um, I don't really dress up for Halloween. I think last year I forgot to do a costume, and so I threw my hockey jersey on. <laughs> you were so hockey in that moment. I was so hockey. My wife killed it though. She was pregnant, and she had like this skeleton makeup on, and like a skeleton, like there's a little baby skeleton in her belly. Oh, do that hockey. Yeah, it was cute. So that's great. That man. was nothing. About that's hockey, great. But if Anyways. I had the confidence to go shirtless, I would do like Nacho Libre. Probably oh. that'd be a fun one. That is a lot Nacho. of confidence. That's a lot of confidence. Yeah. I, that's a lot of confidence. I don't even like going to the beach with my shirt on. If you look good without your shirt on, then you can't be Nacho. Yeah, that's true. It's impossible. Yeah, that's, that's true. It's almost you just rude. have to go for it one year. Yeah, I'm down. Shave <laughs> Next my, year, shave my chest. This year, this <laughs> maybe year. if we didn't walk around the church on Halloween, that would be a little different. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, nuts. nuts, nuts. Well, sense. hey guys, on episode two of the Christian Boys podcast today, we're going to be talking about two different things. One, we're going to be talking about. Um, well, you're gonna have to find out what number two is. <laughs> uh, but first thing we're gonna be talking about today is something that has hit the Christian world, especially in this past year. And that is something known as the Enneagram. Yes, you Woo. may have heard of the Enneagram, but today we want to ask the question, is it an Enneagram or is it an Enneasham? But before we get to that, before we get to that, we gotta do a little recap about this Kanye stuff that came out. Oh, that's right. That's right. All right. So I'm gonna put... Two minutes real quick on the clock. Now, James um, doesn't get a voice in this because he did not listen to no, it. No, he did. He did. He did. He did? You listen to I, it? Because I don't watch the doc. You, you, know, you, the you listen to the album? Documentary. Yes. Did you listen to the album? I Our listened album. to 50% of it. I really appreciate your, your views on music in general. So yeah, thank you. I Because you're a musical person, so you're I'll right. give you full credit. That's right. Thank so today we're talking about the Kanye West podcast. Just for a quick minute, this is not about the podcast. We're talking about the Enneagram. We have two minutes and thirty seconds on the clock. And uh, first initial thoughts about the Kanye West album. I personally thought it was great. I thought it was a great mark for all of Christendom. Um, I don't think it's like I said in the last episode. If you haven't heard the last episode, go to the last episode. Listen to the last episode. I think that Kanye West. Uh, doing an album like this, I don't think it's fair for us to ask, is he a Christian? I think it's fair to ask, like, what's God doing in his life? And I think this kind of album can only be a mark of somebody who God is working in currently. Um, I think it expressed Christian values. I think it expressed things about the church and things for us to consider uh, as we follow Jesus, such as what does it look like to judge somebody before they even a follow of Jesus? What does it mean to love somebody that is totally different than us? And it challenged us as a church to love people before they even become followers of Jesus. And I think that's a beautiful example. And many people may be waiting for Kanye West to fall, but and I did that in air quotes, fall. But what I want, I want, I want to challenge people to consider, and I, I think we really need to consider, is that like, are, are people waiting for us to fall? Maybe we should be waiting to see what's Kanye West's next move as he continues to follow Jesus, um, and, and maybe just kind of follow along suit in that. Casey, what did you think about the album? I thought the album was a disappointment, honestly. Ah, overhyped, come on. overhyped, over. Uh, yeah, not not very good, especially that Chick Fil A lyric. Okay, but so you, bad. Okay, but no. Agreed. Okay, come Wait. on, dude. You do a Christian album, you have to mention Chick Fil A. Like that's the worst, dude. He knew his audience. No, he it did. doesn't matter. He that did. doesn't mean it's good. That doesn't mean it's good. I think there's something about knowing your I, audience that's good. I did not like the album that much. I didn't thought like it Lecrae. was over. Lecrae is not good either. So. <laughs> I thought now Lecrae, it's not fair I, to compare. I like it. you. I do. I, I just compared that Kanye. I don't. He's not that good. And here's the thing: I'm not comparing it to his past albums, but I will compare it to his past quality, and it's not as good as what he has done. And mm-hmm. that makes me sad because mm-hmm. most of what Christians do is not very good creatively. And I wouldn't say most, but there's a lot of things out there that's How like. How dare you? <laughs> that's just like not. Not done very well. It's more done, just like you said, knowing your audience. Mm-hmm. But we got ten seconds. Yeah, you took up most of the time. I sorry. was just gonna say. Oh, <laughs> well, thank said, Joe for taking the entire two minutes. Sorry, guys. So, Don't overall, let me hold the timer. Overall, uh, album not very good. Documentary that he released in theaters. If you haven't seen it, I'm still gonna talk because you took up most of the time. Was good. I really liked it. It was short. Uh, it was what I hoped the album was gonna be musically. Um, and Kanye as a person doing this, still great. 
still love that he's Kanye, you know, he's, he's, uh, you know, kind of doing a different thing. I love that. I just didn't like that. So you love his expression, but you don't necessarily love the album. Of course. I think it's a, it's a great thing for him. It's a great thing for people who love Kanye and I still love him. I'll still listen to his next stuff. I just didn't like this album as a whole. All right. Agreed. I don't need to say much. Casey covered a lot of it. It was really short. Um, 27 minutes wasn't as good as most of his other stuff. Um, uh, I wasn't a, I wasn't like a huge follower before. Obviously I've heard his hits. Um, I know people that have followed his whole career. That and really I would say Casey, you, you knew his hits. You didn't necessarily know him. Yeah. I started listening to him when you, when you released, like really listening to him. And this is actually rap in general. Like I wasn't a big rap fan yeah. until Kendrick Lamar's, uh, uh, 2017 album came out. But, um, I started listening to him. Uh, when Life of Pablo came out. Can Christians listen to rap? Yeah. Of course. All right. We're, We're not even going to get into that. All right, not today. But six six out of ten. Six out of ten. I'm excited for his transformation. Did you just it, give a rating? Yeah, six oh, out of ten. Oh, you, you're not doing the rating system right. Hold All right, guys. He doesn't Hold know on, about no, that no, part. No. All right, here we go, guys. Uh, six we got nuggets. a new rating system that we're creating today at Them Christian Boys. We're calling it the tarantula system. All right? So this tarantula system is all about how many tarantulas would you give this? No, but no, the, here's no, no. the thing. Tarantulas are not good. All right? <laughs> I need you to imagine right now you're sitting in – the bathtub. You're sitting in the bathtub. How many tarantulas would you give this person as they're sitting in the bathtub? Tarantulas are bad. Remember, like an army. Like you say, five tarantulas. That's terrible. You nobody want to see five tarantulas in a bathtub, right? One tarantula is like, all right, I'll handle that tarantula later, right? But five tarantulas, you have gotta no, no, do no, something. No. This is not You're okay. Completely wrong, dude. This is, has to be about how many legs the tarantula has. No, because one tarantula, dude. I'm jumping out of that bathtub, even no matter how Whatever, good it is. Whatever, dude. I'm calling it the tarantula. System. It has to be tarantula legs because if that tarantula has no legs, you're like, I'm gonna finish my bath. No, nah, but bro. if that tarantula has one leg, you're like, I'll still finish my bath. But two legs, you might think about Whatever, it. Whatever, dude. It's my system. We're calling it the tarantula system. I don't how many tarantulas it. would you give the whole Kanye West experience going on right now for Jesus King? I'm going to edit this entire part out of the podcast, but I'll get one tarantula. I don't know. <laughs> you think one tarantula? Okay. I, that's high praise. That's a that's, good – that's a better That's, review, that's basically right? four yeah. out of five stars. That's four basically, – basically Okay, four. two tarantulas. Whoa! <laughs> so three. Okay, that's still not very good. Casey, how many tarantulas would you give the Kanye West experience? I told you I'm doing tarantula legs because that makes more sense to me. One tarantula is bad. One tarantula, in my mind, is five tarantulas in your mind, okay? All right. So tarantula legs for me, I'll give it – I'll give it let's see, I'll give it four tarantulas because no. I'll give it three tarantula legs because I like him. I like the doc. So do I didn't like the album. The same, are the legs so all on the same side? I would I would get so out of my bathtub. I would get out of my bathtub, kill the tarantula, and go back in and clean it up later. <laughs> Alright, cool. Yeah. I give it zero tarantulas because wow. I think it was so good. I think it's an expression. I think you want it to be good. Anyways, moving on, guys. Back to the Enneagram. You may be wondering what the Enneagram is. Hey, for the listeners who have never checked out what the Enneagram is, what the Enneagram is, it's a personality assessment. Um, I'm going to pull up actually my notes on that right now from the Enneagram Institute website. We're going real official today. It's basically the horoscope, but it's cool. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, well, I think we're giving our, I'll get into that we're giving our opinions before we even talk about it, James, which is kind of a that's worry called, That's called previews. Previews. That's right. the best part of the movies sometimes. Enneagram or any a sham? Yes, like again, that. the question. I really like that. That Enne- was really good. Thanks, guys. That came up on the spot. You're good at That's that. That's our tweetable stuff. moment Thanks. Thanks. from the podcast. The tarantula moment? Not very good. But the, <laughs> but the any a sham? Very good. Thanks, bro. <laughs> that rating yeah. system was brought to you by Spoopy Season. Right? <laughs> Spoopy Season. Maybe we'll, Spooky without we'll make it up next week again. All right. Um, this is what it says on the Enneagram Institute website, all right, EnneagramInstitute.com. The Enneagram structure may look complicated, although it is actually simple. Side note, this is Joe speaking, not the Enneagram website. It's a big circle with a bunch of lines that kind of look like a half star, all right? So it's kind of – it looks complicated, like they said. It will help you understand the Enneagram if you sketch it yourself. Draw a circle and mark nine 
exadistant points on its circumference. Designate each point by number one to nine, with nine at the top for the symmetry and by convention. Each point represents one of the nine basic personality types. The nine points on the circumference are also connected with each other by the inner lines of the Enneagram. Note that three, six, nine form equilateral triangles. The remaining six points are connected in the following order. One connects to four, four connects to two, two connects to eight, eight connects to five, five connects with seven, seven connects with one. These six points form an irregular hexagram. The meaning of these inner lines will be discussed shortly. We're not going to discuss those, but the one thing I want you to get is that the Enneagram can be seen as a set of nine distinct personality types with each number on the Enneagram de denoting one type. It is common to find a little of yourself in all nine of the types, although one of them should stand out as being the closest to yourself. This is your basic personality type. So I say all of this to say, check out the Enneagram Institute website. There are nine distinct personality types that have been discovered over the past, some say hundreds of years, and these nine personality types somehow describe all of human existence and help us understand relationships with each other, relationships with ourselves, and relationships with the world around us and the future that we have. And so, guys, I ask you this question and bring up the Enneagram because over this past year, I have seen an incredible Enneagram culture develop around this phenomenon. Um, this phenomenon has been is I'd say taking the Christian world by storm because we've seen sermon series. We've seen uh, Instagrams pop up. We've seen Twitter accounts pop up. We've seen conversations built around it. We've even seen friendships built around the Enneagram personality culture. And today, I want to just spend a moment just talking about what do you guys think about the Enneagram? Is it helpful? Is it harmful? Or is it one of those things we just kind of got to hold on to our seats and just wait to see what happens? Um, I have my personal opinions about the Enneagram, but what do you guys think? What What do you think about the Enneagram? And if you know anything about the Enneagram, what is your Enneagram type? Because I'm a seven, I could not wait for that to be over. Your entire <laughs> oh, wow. Was that a longest description of Enneagram? Was that a long explanation? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I looked at my phone. <laughs> really? And I was like, man, I, I can't look at my phone or I'm not going to listen to what Joe's saying. <laughs> no, you're fine, dude. Wow. <laughs> but uh, Guys, I was just reading from the Enneagram website. No, and I you, know, and I know. you shortened it, which is yeah. really well, bad. I mean, I read the first paragraph. <laughs> yeah, here's something I about I read the me. introduction to the Enneagram. Now, people love that information. Me, I want something short, simple, sweet, too. What's oh, the thing that this that is going to explain exist? your personality? Huh. Oh, that okay. That's fine. I'll go look at it. Too long, don't read? Too long, don't read, dude. <laughs> Yeah, so, so I'm a seven, uh, but just to back up a little bit, like I, uh, which I guess this is part of being a seven. You're a seven is, on the Enneagram yeah. circle. If you drew yeah. it as I was talking about it, maybe you know where I'm talking about. If you yeah. don't, Google it. I think what's more important is that it's labeled the enthusiast. Um, I think even being a part of that is that like I don't like being typecast or I don't like <laughs> these types of things. I've had to do the, what is it, like Myers-Briggs mm -hmm. or I've had to do Strength Finders in my I life. I love Strength I, Finders. I hate all that stuff. Really? I don't like it at all. Really? I feel like it typecasts you, puts you in a box, but that's like part of being an Enneagram 7. The only reason I like the Enneagram is two reasons. One, I discovered another podcast from the, the musical artist Sleeping at Last where he creates a song for each Enneagram. If you have not checked that out and you're into this type of stuff in general, you, you will love it. If you're creative and you hate personality types because you feel typecast, this you'll like you'll listen to your song and you'll like cry. It's mm -hmm. like amazing. So that got me into it and then my wife is really into it. She's a nine. Um, but uh, I think it's a good tool. You and I have talked about that before. Yeah. I think it's a great tool for yeah. understanding people. For it's helped me to understand myself. It's helped me through some different times of like self exploration of like man, why do I feel this way in life or why is this happening? Why am I reacting to a situation yeah. this way? It's a really helpful tool. My fear with all of these kinds of things is like is getting pigeonholed yeah. and, and pigeonholing other people. And I think Case can probably jump off of this because you've even said you have a friend who's like, I love the Enneagram because I don't have to hang out with other types because they're stupid. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah, in a nutshell, basically. <laughs> uh, yeah, in a hypothetical but totally real nutshell, yeah. <laughs> I think I agree with James on most of what he just said. Um, I think, uh, off your question, Joe, I think it's halfway between helpful and harmful. Um, That's good. And what I mean by that is like a lot of people, this is really helpful for them to realize this is who I am. This is how I operate, right? Yeah. But then there's me 
who's like, uh, I just I heard conversations of people saying, "Oh, I'm a nine, so I don't get along with the two. Now, I don't know if that's real or not. Now, but now is that a example. real situation that's happened, or is that like a totally hypothetical? Those are real conversations I've heard, and no. I've had my, my best friend Timmy. He's a very staunch Enneagram supporter. We're using names. What's though? his last name? Songson. What's his phone number? It's nine five. What's his address? <laughs> What's his social? Here's his social. I don't remember his phone number, but I know his social by heart. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But he no, seriously though, we were gonna have him on the podcast. It didn't work out, but uh he he he's a person that um and I don't doubt his credibility towards us. Like he puts in a lot of time, effort, and energy into researching a lot of things that he believes about. Yeah, he's smart. He's a he smart is. dude. He loves having honestly like Honestly, he loves having a an edge on people. Yeah. Um, and so I think that's why he likes the Enneagram. He wants to understand people. He wants to understand people, and he wants to understand why people do the things they do. He's yeah. like that. Me, I'm I'm kind of like James. Like maybe that makes me a seven. I don't know. But I think it's people are way more complicated than a number or a personality assessment. Yeah. And I know Enneagram is more than just saying you're a seven. This is who you are. Like I know it goes into like what you are when you're the healthiest, what what you are when you're the unhealthiest, and what wings you have. Like that's all great and stuff. But I think, I think um, what I've heard, and this isn't, this is something I've heard um, from friends and from just random people online about random, like, random. random. <laughs> Sponsored by. I think you should leave. Anyways, uh, this is what I've heard. Like people will say, "I'm a seven and they're a nine, so that's why I don't get along." And I hate that because I feel like you can get along with someone regardless of what number they are on the enneagram. Yeah. There's but, people I've I've encountered that I are opposite than me that I never thought I would get along yeah. with. But when I get sit in a room with them, I sit down. I'm like, wow. But I I think that's more of like a a personality. Why it's a personality test? But I, I think it's more of like a disposition because in the enneagram itself, there's levels of health health. Yeah. Right. There's levels of yes. of self awareness almost. Right. I'm in Enneagram three, which is the achiever, uh, meaning I just want to get things done. I don't see it. You, you don't see it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if no. I should be here for or no, not. 100%. I would say Apo- over, I want you to apologize over here right now. Overachiever. <laughs> oh, I'm an overachiever. So there's like nine levels of health in every Enneagram type, and. What I know is that at my best, I will achieve and help others achieve. But at my worst, I will achieve and push others down in order for myself to achieve. Yep. Right? No, <laughs> you see, but the thing is, it helps you guys understand me a little bit more as much as it sure. helps me understand me a sure. little bit more. And I, I'm not discounting the, yeah. the validity of the Enneagram. I think, yeah. like I said, it's helpful in ways, but I think it's harmful in saying, oh, I can't get along with that person yeah. because I'm a, a number and yeah. they're a different number. Than yeah, me. I don't think you, it ever should like be divisive like yeah. it should never be one of those reasons Pe- that we say like hey all enneagram threes come with me <laughs> like, start an army they're starting an let's army let's attack of, the sevens enneagram sevens i only right? know three seven and nine that's why i keep using all the those. threes are like we're not gonna <laughs> take it <laughs> no but like have you never done yours case what's no, your I, i've done, done them i've done the free ones like what just did you online. get just curious i don't remember honestly okay. i didn't because i like i said i don't put stock in this kind yeah. of thing I think um, now something I do like, which I'll disagree with James, is I do like the Strength Finders test. I love the Strength. I think that's a little different than this, where it's like shout out Gallup sponsor us. Yes, it's it's five strengths. Well, mainly you. There's more than that, but like thirty four strengths. Well, I mean, like you all, you they have them ranked for you, but the top five are what you operate in most. Yes, and those five strengths are saying this is what you're really great at. Yes, and it, it tells you to focus in on those things rather than your weaknesses and strengthen those. What I don't like about the Enneagram where it's like, this is the person you are. Yes. And I know there's different levels to that and stuff like that. But I just I just don't think – like when I read it, and, and I didn't take the paid one. So if you take the paid one, it's probably better. Yeah. But like – I took the free test. <laughs> <laughs> and so that's fine for some people. But it's like I, I, I just don't operate like that. Like yeah. I don't like to be told this is who I am. I like to totally. figure out this is what I – this is what I like to do. This is what I like to be. Yeah. And um, – Agreed. I think that that bl- blends into what I do for a living and in who I am as a person. And some people that believe in Enneagram believe you can't change and like this mm. this this is who you are. I believe people can change. Yeah. I really do. And I don't think it's easy to change. I think very little people actually do change because they put in the time, effort and energy to do it. But I believe people can change. I know yeah. I have. I was a very introverted kid. And I'm an introvert at heart. Like I like to recharge like that so by myself. Even change, but I'm a people person yeah. too. Yeah. yeah, you push yourself to be. People yeah, person. I never was when I was a kid. But Joe, you're the achiever. 
I'm the achiever, yeah. I'm the enthusiast. Yes. So my wife swears that she's like the Enneagram whisperer, you know? <laughs> yeah. She says she thinks you're a five. But can I read some she, of the five? Wait, wait, she's wait, already thinks, typed Casey out? Yeah. Thinks I'm a five. Okay, <laughs> When did she do this? I'd like right now? Yeah. Like via text? She's probably already been like been thinking about it. But to I be fair, it's almost like Batman. Just thinking, like, she just has everybody typed yeah. out already in order. If anything was to ever happen, like in Injustice, yeah. if Superman was to go rogue, <laughs> What would we do? She, Julia is very much who is James's wife. Like I got Here, a plan. Here's the thing about me and Julia, though. Okay, I've known James for five years now, and I know a lot about James, but I don't know that much about Julia. Okay. I think I'm still learning a lot about her, and same for her and about me. Yeah. So I would love to. Hear she this. could have you wrong. She says the five is the investigator. Oh, okay. Okay. Here's. I'm just gonna read you some of the highlights. Like Basic Inspector fear. Gadget, bro. <laughs> Basic fear, being useless, helpless, or incapable. Okay, mm. I, I could I could agree with that. Okay, basic desire to be capable and competent. Yeah. Um, key motivations: want to possess knowledge, to understand the environment, to have everything figured out as a way of defending the self from threats from the environment. Hmm. That's deep. Yeah. But I don't know if I agree with that. Okay. Part of it. Yeah. Some even some of mine. The se- she could be way off, but some of mine, the seven. You know, some of it I really relate to. Yeah. And some I don't. But. Yeah. There's a little shot in the dark there. Maybe cases yeah. of five. The thing about I the do agree with the knowledge part. I like I like to learn new things. I like I to learn that. the truth. I you are that. a learner. Yeah. I like to learn the truth yeah. about things like I know we have conversations about yeah. what's healthy to eat and what's not healthy to eat. Yeah. And we've had apparently, arguments about that. Apparently McDonald's is not healthy. <laughs> I still eat it. Uh, but I do like to know the truth. And if I don't know the truth, that bugs me. Yeah. So I don't know if that goes yeah. into that, but Hey, I just want to take a couple minutes. I know that we've been talking about the Enneagram a lot, but specifically, I wanted to talk about the Enneagram culture that's been built, like what's been built and created from the Enneagram themselves. Like I just typed in Enneagram on Instagram and right here I got heart of the Enneagram, rude as an Enneagram, Enneagram vibes, Enneagram and coffee, your Enneagram coach, uh, Enneagram twos, Enneagram threes, Enneagram fives, wing fours, Enneagram threes, Enneagram birds. Like, there are so many different. Birds aren't real. Birds aren't real, okay? Enneagram. So what we what we what we're seeing is a a phenomenon built around the Enneagram where there's shirts and there's products and there's almost like a market around the Enneagram hmm, itself. Think about that. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> and with that, and I think some of what you're talking about about people becoming like, oh, you know, I'm part of like the four army. Like, don't talk with me because I wouldn't get along with the threes. Yeah. I think that's a part of the culture. I don't know if it's so much product of the Enneagram. I think the Enneagram itself at face value, like I'm going to go to the Greek, right? Hope International, shout out, sponsor. Ennea means um, nine and gram means written. So at its core, it's just the written nine, right? The written nine. And it's nine different personality types. I think it's just supposed to basically kind of help us be a launching pad to understand who we are and give us language yeah. to understand that. I think that's a basic desire for all of us as humans. I mean, if you, if you think about everything that's out there, like you said, Briggs Myers, Strength Finders, um, there's even astrology. Like, there's so many things out there that try to help us yeah. as people figure out who we are because that's what we want to know. Like, who are we? And that really helps us, like, change, like, go about our lives and stuff like that. And some people don't know who they are. And so things like Enneagram are super helpful to people. But to me, like I said, it's just. There's good things. About you act like it's a horoscope, though. It can be. People, horoscope's been long, around longer, so. I think <laughs> like I said, as long as it's a it's a tool, as long as it's helpful and not hurtful. Yeah. I've seen people get like trapped by a number of things by the horoscope, right? Like, oh, I'm a Pisces. Mm-hmm. I can't go out today, or I can't like <laughs> make a big decision today, or yeah. my relationship's gonna crumble, or whatever. You know, if it's like if it's hurtful and not helpful, but yeah, there's. Uh, there's tons of Instagram accounts now. I think that's what I interact with the most probably. Yeah. Um, and those have been helpful. Like, like the things like what, what should we get in Enneagram seven for its birthday? Right. Yeah. It's birthday. Like it's, and honestly I've used those and they've worked, yeah, which totally. is weird. Right. Totally. But it's a, it seems like a joke, but it's like, oh man, maybe there is something like, is there like a this? secret database of who people are, like who their Enneagram is? Cause um, I feel like if I went to someone's birthday, I probably don't know their Enneagram. All right. Now chances are now here's the follow up question. All right. In the Christian sphere, 
how is the Enneagram helpful? Because I've heard actually people say that the Enneagram, because it exploded this past year, as much as people say it's been around for thousands and thousands of years, yeah. there's also been some fear that's circulated with the Enneagram because I, it might be the shape of the overall Enneagram. It kind of looks, looks like a pentagram. A little bit. Yeah, it looks like a pentagram. It's the only way I know Most things are, are, are attributed to the Illuminati. And so let's talk about the fear surrounding the Enneagram, like minus the fact that it is a pentagram <laughs> or we feel it doesn't it's not a pentagram it looks by the way stars similar upside down however, stars don't scare me it's not i mean the star of david it's a jewish symbol right like if somebody flips upside down maybe they hit the yeah. wrong button on pages i don't know yeah yeah right canva the I don't rotation know. button is next to the save it's button right there you know? right <laughs> i don't think it has to do with that but for those who are worried about it i i don't i haven't seen any arguments for like why it is actually a big worry um, I, I, have you guys seen in Christendom um, fear surrounding the Enneagram? Uh, I just talked to somebody who was like, oh, my well, – we live in an area, for those that are listening that aren't from California or whatever, that we live in an area where there is a, there is a big church doing, like, Enneagram series, like, as their church series. And somebody mm-hmm. was like, oh, yeah, I don't want to go there anymore because they're oh, doing, yeah. like, an Enneagram series or whatever. Um Christians are weird, dude. Like, there's, I mean, what else is there to say? Like, yeah. it's weird because we are Christian. We're them Christian boys. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's about as scary or should be about as scary as like the five love languages. Like, yeah, it's just typing so someone yeah. for who they are. For yeah. their, per- it's a, again, I don't want to beat a dead horse, yeah. but it's a tool to understand. I think, uh, especially in leadership, it's a good tool to have for yeah. people that are maybe on your leadership teams or if you're if you're in church ministry or if you're volunteering, like knowing the people around you that you're working for yeah. and what their types are can be really beneficial. I think for knowing your spouse better, for understanding your kids better. Again, it's just a tool. You know, I, it's nothing to be scared of. It's silly to be scared of, to be honest. I think when you're pigeonholing people, yes, there's everything to be afraid of. And I think, I think our fear or our natural inclination is to try to understand how things are being divided rather than how people are trying to be unified. Yeah. And I think our th- this can actually be a unifying force. And um, I think if you actually look into it, um, any fear that is created from the Enneagram itself is not itself. Like, th- I don't think there was evil or, uh, you know, dark intentions in it. It was a, a simple bit to understand humanity. And I think that's what Jesus wanted to do with us. I think Jesus had an understanding of who we are. And I think... I, sometimes I think the greatest calling of, of God is to be self-aware, is to like notice the people, like mm. love your neighbor. Love is not accidental. Love is intentional. Loving your neighbor is totally on purpose, and it, it, it creates and it calls for a whole lot of self-awareness. And so I think the Enneagram just helps us in the ways that we love each other. But now I agree with Casey, though, that it can pigeonhole people, and I think that's the scary dark side of it. And I think even the Enneagram culture around it can sometimes make it feel like if we're not – it's like Enneagram or nothing, right? Like, <laughs> But it's not – Which Christians I, often do, but unfortunately. I think if, yeah, and I think it's – when I call, say like any, any a sham, like I don't think it's it's a sham. I think it's just one of many. It's e pluribus unum. If you guys look at your dollar bills, it's one of many mm. options to understand. Well, that's the devil's people. language, Joe. Bro, that's Latin, man. <laughs> that was like one. It's of a the... dead language for a reason. <laughs> yeah, why do people always in like you know possession movies? Not that I've ever seen them before, but yeah, like, like Latin, always talking Latin. But Latin's like, always like in witch spells. The and Vulgate, stuff. Latin Vulgate, right? Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah. So, in case you have any final thoughts before I close it out with the Enneagram conversation. No, I th- I think I agree with a lot of what you guys are saying. I think um, I'm just I, I I think as a tool, like it probably helps people work better. Like my friend Timmy, I was talking about, it helps him, and uh, it just doesn't help me. I guess like it doesn't not, it doesn't harm me either. But I just I just want to make sure, especially as Christians, like if we're supposed to, like you said, Joe, love our neighbor. Um, I don't think the Enneagram should get in the way of that because you know you're a seven and that person's a three. Again. I don't know which Enneagrams get along with which, but I'm just using that as an example. Like you're a seven and you're three and you're saying, Oh, I can't get along with that person. Yeah. You are not doing it right. Yeah. Like you're, you're, you're using it in the wrong way. Fool. You're in your fool. <laughs> but yeah, so that's just kind of my yeah. thoughts on it. Like, um, I don't think like, it's not helpful for me cause maybe it will be, but I, I haven't found it helpful, but for other people, um, it's legitimate and it's helpful. So I can't discount it.
so one last thing I want to do before we close out today is we are Inia fools, as I have said. And I want to call somebody who is an Inia expert. And let's just see if we can get this person on the horn. Julia Rinsink, James Rinsink's wife. Uh, let's see if we can call her. Let's see what happens. I'm going to be you so clear mad this? at her. Did you clear this with her? I, I sent her a text. I'm going to be so mad at her for calling me a, was a five? Investigator? Oh, wow. She answered. Hey, Julia. What's going on? <laughs> hey. Hey, Julia. You're hanging out with uh, your husband, James Rinsink, and me, I'm Joe. Them Christian boys, that's right. Hey, um, before we get into your opinions on the podcast, uh, hey, how are you doing? Good, I'm actually in traffic right now. Oh, perfect. So this is the perfect time to call, right? Yeah, sort of. Excellent. Does, Excellent. Your, does your car have Bluetooth? Because that's dangerous. I was just texting James right now. I was asking some Enneagram questions. <laughs> oh, wow, perfect. Well, hey, Julia, uh, your name got brought up a couple times during this podcast. And um, one, we heard that you thought Casey was a five, which is interesting yes. because I thought Casey was a Pisces. And what's a Pisces? <laughs> Can they att- they're just going to attach astrology to this, right? <laughs> like one sooner or later. And two, um, James had just said, you know, you're like an Enneagram fanatic. You know all about the Enneagram. So. Oh, my gosh. I am not an Enneagram fanatic. I'm but, not a fanatic. But you're an Enneagram expert. <laughs> Whis- whisperer i called her the enneagram whisperer she's approved by the, the enneagram website whisperer okay cool well hey Ju- do you mind if we ask you a couple questions about the enneagram and just like you kind of give us like some of your insight like personal just like what yeah, enneagram is meant for you okay cool for sure. um so what what is the enneagram at its core It's all developed into like nine different types. So the idea is that everyone falls somewhere in this um, big circle of numbers. And there's nine numbers, so there's one one through nine. And for each um, three numbers, they are actually grouped in, in three groups, so three for three. So there's the heart triad, the gut triad, and then the last one is the brain. So I think... For seven, eight, nine, you would be in, I think that's the heart. Six, five, four, I'm pretty sure they might be the gut. And then the one, two, threes are the brain. And so that's kind of like your little subgroup of like how you react and how you respond to life or to situations, to stress, or even when you're going in like a healthy direction. You oh. respond with your gut or your brain or maybe with your heart. Huh. So, do you That's know what number you are? That's interesting. Um, I'm a number three. So, what would I respond with? So, yours would actually be your brain. I would respond with my brain. So, like, I would think things yeah. through. I agree with that. Like, is this the right you're decision? Logical. Uh-huh. So, one, two, threes usually are, like, you can logically think through. Um, four, five, sixes usually are, like, that intuition, that gut feeling, like, what's mm. How, how does my gut feel about this? And then the last one, seven, eight, nine, we're all kind of like, my heart. Like, <laughs> I'm passionate <laughs> about this. I feel or, this way. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, I get this emotion when I feel, you know, this must be right because my heart is, like, there. Um, I think that's how it goes. I could be wrong, actually. But oh. I know that there's three triads. Yeah. I know there's the gut, the brain, and the heart. I don't know what numbers are for what. To be honest, I could be totally off. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, we could yeah. we could all be completely off and then get hit up after with some lawsuit because <laughs> we messed up the Enneagram completely. But the best part is that we could all be like onto something. And then really, I think at its core, the Enneagram wants to help people understand other people. Am I right? Yeah, so I just, I mean, I just use it as a tool mm-hmm. um, to understand like <laughs> Such a tool. myself and my family members, even like. For, you know, my husband and how a seven and a nine, he's a seven. Yeah. Um, so you're a, you're a nine or James is a nine? Oh, wait, no, James said he was a seven. He's a seven. He's a seven? Yeah. And that's, what is that, what is yeah, that she's number? A nine. What are the characteristics of that number? Seven. So the sevens are the entertainers of the world. They add all the spice to life. Um, 
they are they love aesthetics. They love things that are very appealing to the eye. Probably why he married me. Um, <laughs> and, uh, so sevens are like it's all about like the vibe of things, and they love trying new restaurants. Like they're they're like James is shaking his head. Taking like, them to a grand opening of like a new restaurant or checking out a new movie theater. Or anything new, anything exciting, they want to do it. So anything um, that's upcoming, on the nose, they love trend setting, they love fashion, things like that. Uh-huh. Um, and, and, and like they yeah. love like all the colors of the rainbow, they love all the flavors of ice cream, sort of thing. So has it, has it as you've tried to understand James better, um, do you think this is, has pigeonholed him at all in any way? Like, oh, my, my husband's a seven. Like, he's just all about the vibes. Like, we don't connect because he's all about the new vibes. Like, is there anything, like, that almost can pigeonhole people? You can, definitely. Um, and that's why I wouldn't say I'm a fanatic about it because I think you need to take any kind of any kind of personality test or any kind of, like, Enneagram type of thing that tells you this is what you are. Like, I believe, first and foremost, that like, God created me uniquely as myself. Yeah. And there's not, there's not going to be any kind of test that's going to be like, this is you or a horoscope or any of that nonsense. But you kind of take it with like a grain of salt, and you can use that as a tool. But any time where, even for myself, like as a nine, a, a nine by nature, because we are peacemakers, we love harmony, we're, we tend you prefer not to confront people, right? Yeah. Like, we will just go, we go with the flow, blah, blah. But if I approach life like that and say, well, I'm not going to speak my truth here because I'm a nine. Yeah. And I'm just going to keep the peace. Like, you, you, you won't get, you won't, um, move through life in a healthy way. Yeah, because, I mean, so, peacemaking yeah, is active, right? Peacemaking is not, like, on accident. Like, you're making peace. And sometimes it's not, like, by accidentally doing that. Right, so you can pigeonhole yourself into hmm. that, or, or the person that you're with, or, like, your friend, like, well, you're just like that, because you're, I mean, I do that jokingly, but hmm. the reality of things are, like, you you are so much more than a number. That's rad. Well, Julia, one last question. Um, yeah. Would you recommend the Enneagram to anybody listening right now? <laughs> yes, with all that said, totally. Um, what website? In fact, like, I've gone into conversations, like, with my family about it. Family members, they, they think I'm crazy about it, but, um, and it's been helpful. Like, I'll share, like, articles or, or even, like, if their spouse, and like, okay, let's figure out their number. And, but yeah, I would recommend it. I think it's interesting. I think that you can always improve and learn things about yourself. And even if you don't, you know, match up with a number that you're like, oh man, I got this number. I thought it was this number. Like you, you really don't know. You never know. Wow. Cool. Well, Julia, thanks so much for uh, talking with us. Um, you know, we'll send you your free car later on. Um, nice. we'll send James home with a package and just gift for you. So thank you so much. You're rad. Anything you guys want to say to Julia before we close out? Thank you so much, Julia. I'm not a five. Oh, Casey said he's not a five. <laughs> I'll see you later tonight. You will never believe what (laughs) has just happened. As we were closing out our conversation with Julia Rensink, who is the queen of James Rensink, the king, um... The power completely went out where we were recording. So here we are now on a phone because we are determined to get this podcast out to you guys. So, hey, I want to let you guys know a couple things. One, we love you. Two, I love these guys. And three, the power is out, but we are not stopping moving forward. We have one more thing we have to do before we close up this podcast, and that is to play an extra big game to close out this spooky season. Spoopy season. I'm, I'm sorry. Are you guys ready? Ready. I'm ready. Yeah, these guys are here. They're ready for us as we're sitting in the dark. 
The game we're going to be playing is What Would This Celebrity Dress As? And you may be thinking of a lot of celebrities in your head, but today we're going to be talking about a couple Christian celebrities and maybe some cele some celebrities on the edges of Christendom who are possibly uh, dressing up for this spoopy season. So I'm going to throw out a celebrity to you guys. And you guys tell me, what do you guys think? They were dressed up for Halloween, all right? Ready? You guys got the game? Yeah. Ready. Cool. I get it. Let's do it. All right. So what do you guys think Andy Stanley would dress like for Halloween? Who's that? <laughs> Are you serious? You know, like like North Point, like one of the biggest church I'm leaders. I'm just asking for those that may not know. We'll go look Google Andy Stanley. All like right. this dude is like North Point. Okay. He's put out so much leadership stuff. He has a podcast. He's awesome. Andy yeah. Stanley. Been to church. Okay. In a way, yeah. <laughs> Lord Voldemort. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's more boring than that. I think he's like, he would dress up as a guy at like a Geico insurance company or Mr. something. Mr. Rogers, maybe. Oh, they, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah Mr. Mr. Rogers. Rogers. For sure. I, for sure. I think uh, he would just be like a cat. Like, yeah, like <laughs> with wait, the nose. Just the nose and the ears. ears. Like, imagine him with that. Everybody the dress would, with the tuck and shirt. Oh, everybody would make a big deal. They'd be like, dude, you see what Pastor Stanley's <laughs> wearing today? And everybody would be like, Mr. Stanley? He's he's a cat. It's <laughs> pretty nuts. All right, second person. Who do you guys think uh, hit uh, artists? Because I apparently got to explain who these people are. Um, according to. James Rensink. Uh, uh, who would you guys think uh, Lauren Daigle, a.k.a. You mean Lauren Dingles? Dingles would dress as. What would Lauren Daigle dress as for Halloween? I think she wants to be Adele anyway. So <laughs> oh, no! No! I don't even know her that much. Like, <laughs> it sounded personal. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know her. Yeah. Do you know Lauren Dingle? No? I mean, I wouldn't uh, be surprised no, if you did. You know hit, no, hit no, American no. Idol star Lauren Ingle, which is totally That's different true. than Lauren Daigle. Different, different. Yeah. My brother's yeah. personal friend. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> I think Lauren Daigle would dress at... I feel like she wants to be like Cleopatra. Like, I see, like, That's cute. the Cleopatra. way that... Yeah, like, Cleopatra. Like, she's she does a lot of the hair stuff, a lot of style stuff. I think it's really cool. Like, I'm going to pass on this one. I have no... Like, I know who she is, but I have no context of what she would dress like. So, I'm going to go with James's answer. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. That was really good. All right, let's go with the next one. Who do you guys think that... Um, oh, man. Uh, that Erwin McManus, lead pastor of Mosaic Christian Church... I don't even know if it's Christian. Mosaic, I mean, it's Christian, but Mosaic Church would dress at Erwin McManus. Who would he dress as? Oh, man, that's a tough one. Yeah. Like a Purge character or something. Oh, he... <laughs> <laughs> He'd be the Purge, whatever that is. <laughs> He's purging. Oh, my gosh. I don't know. Maybe one of Kanye's, like, fashion models or something. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Who do you think, James? Uh, DJ Marshmallow. <laughs> you cover up his face completely. <laughs> no, actually, that's an act. I don't think Erwin would cover up his face. Uh, uh, what do you got, Joe? I don't know. Erwin McManus, Erwin lead McManus. pastor of the Mosaic Church. I don't know. I feel like he's one of those guys that would like want to be humble but want to be over the top. So maybe like Bruno Mars. I think he's one notch away from being possibly like Bruno Mars in terms of his charisma. <laughs> I think he'd be problematic still. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on to uh, more of uh, the biblical realm. If Paul the Apostle was around, <laughs> who would he dress oh as for gosh, Halloween? Dude. The thorn in his own side. Like, that would be funny. He would be a thorn? A thorn, Man, Paul, I don't what know. are you? I'm a thorn, like I, I wrote know. about. <laughs> I think he would just be like, I don't even know. I don't have no idea. <laughs> oh that's so weird, man. That is think, weird. Think that's about so weird. Who would Paul the Apostle dress Jesus. Him? Probably Jesus no. or Yeah. Come on. Um, the Green Ranger. <laughs> <laughs> I think if Paul the Apostle was around now, I think he'd be something like like a banana. Like, you know those banana costumes? <laughs> and be like, Paul, are you a banana? Like, yeah, I didn't have time to think about it. So I just grabbed this from Target. <laughs> Grab the closest thing I can do. All right. That's uh, not biblical, though. That's not biblically based. No, not, not at all. Not at all. Not at all. I'm just trying to think about, man, he's a busy dude. All right. uh, lastly, uh, last person I want to talk about and which we posted about today on our Instagram is uh, Kanye West. What would Kanye West dress as for Halloween? The Mona Lisa. Ooh, Mona Lisa. 
I'm, something artistic or something like that. I don't know. If, if you promise me this is the last time we're going to talk about Kanye for a while, I'll answer this question. But yeah, I'm not. I we're not talking that. about Kanye anymore Other after this. That, Maybe a little bit more here and there. But I can't no. promise it actually because he may do something tomorrow that we don't know what's going on. So no key plug. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know himself. Olive Garden. Oh, Olive Garden waiter. Olive Garden waiter. <laughs> Is that rude? Am I being salty? No, no, you're not. You're not. No, I mean, he misses the own Kanye. Yeah. Like his, his, himself saying that. You know? I feel like he would dress like Chance, the rapper, as a good nod <laughs> to somebody who's coming up to be like him. You know, like I think one he's day. here though, man. I think Maybe. Chance's arrives. Maybe his last album wasn't as good, but. All right, well, here we are, guys. This is the episode two of Them Christian Boy Podcast. We are finishing In the Dark today. What a turn of events. What a fun story. We talked about the Enneagram. We talked about celebrities. We talked about Kanye West. Now we want to hear you. Let's have some fun today. Hey, if you go ahead and post on our Apple Podcast a review, we would love to just tell you thank you so much for those reviews that have already been posted. But how about this? For uh, on the next episode, we're going to announce a winner of a uh, giveaway, and whoever's posted is entered into that drawing. If you post a review, and um, one of these reviews, we're going to be giving away something. Maybe like James Rensink's uh, clothes. Maybe he's like one of his guitars. Uh, maybe like his uh, boots. He's wearing a right, really nice pair of boots today. Or maybe we're just going to give away some Starbucks. But we would love to see some of your guys' reviews. Uh, they're really helpful. And again. This is Joe Valenswell. Thank you guys for Casey, supporting. Tell us where they can find us on social media. Yes, yeah, so Instagram, you can find us at, at them Christian Boys. You can also find it find us on Twitter at uh, TC TC Boys. Uh, I think one. it's one, yeah, right? TC Boys one. At TC Boys One. The other one was too long, apparently. But uh, you can also search just them Christian boys and find us as well. So not on Tinder. Yeah, we're on Spotify though. Did we already say that? No, we didn't. We're on Spotify, um, so if you have an Android and you don't have Apple Podcasts, hit us up on Spotify. I prefer Spotify anyways. Love Spotify. Love you guys. This is James, Joe, and Casey signing off. We'll see you guys next time on Them Christian Boys. Bye. Bye.